So do you, do you not want to chit chat because you're not interested in hearing what we're up to? Yeah, no, you know I, I am very interested, but um, I just feel like um, Jack has a lot to say. It's I have we have a lot to talk about today, I think. So that that's the only reason I bring it up. That's sure. fine. And we don't have to we don't have to chit chat. They're not interested no. in our babies aren't interested in hearing about that. No, no, no. They want to go to bed. Babies, babies just want past, the food. Oh, oh no. The, is that what your fans are called? <laughs> Baby, Wait, actually. we haven't introduced you yet. <laughs> <laughs> quiet, quiet. Baby. We haven't you in yet. quiet until you're introduced. You haven't been yet. brought in. Yeah, um, thank that's you. Pod, that's like podcasting number rule number one. Is you, don't, yeah. you don't talk. You until, don't talk until you've been brought in. So you just sorry, you just, sorry, babies. This baby's getting grumpy over here. <laughs> sorry, ba- sorry, babies. We have a toddler in the studio today. Yeah. Oh, so we're toddlers. Up. No, no, no. no the babies. No. Where are the dads? Remember? Oh, right. We're, dads. we're the three dads. So is your baby? But then you go on as a guest. You become a toddler. You didn't hear anything. All I heard was Goo Goo Gaga coming out of yeah. Yeah, we haven't turned the translator on yet. That turns turns the the babble into into (laughs) eloquent podcasting (laughs) speech. Um, uh, I mean, as you can maybe hear, um, even though you weren't supposed to. uh, we're here for a very special episode. Today. Very special. Um, this is special. This is such mm. a special episode. Welcome to the Lad Who Game Podcast. I'm Lad Robert. I'm Lad Jack. And I'm Lad Jimmy. And joining us today is a very <gasps> special guest. Our first repeat guest. Our first repeat guest. You've heard that her once. On, Mike. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That does sound like a drum of sorts. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing it until you introduce our baby. Quick, quick, quick. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Haley Silver. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me get the translate. Uh, uh, hi, guys. There we go. Glad to be here. Wow. Red Haley did improv. And back, <laughs> she's, yes, and. Yes, and. and. Back again. Haley, Haley was here for Breath of the Wild. Tears of Breath the Kingdom of, preview? Yeah, yeah. Breath yes. of the Wild. Yeah. The Breath, preview of Tears of the Kingdom. Breath of the Wild. But this is my first time getting to do a raid. And Haley, so. have you finished wow. Tears of the Kingdom yet? <gasps> and no comment on this moment. <laughs> At this current time. That's okay. We're working on it. I was just gifted a guidebook to that game so if you need if you're stuck let me know she's not stuck she's behind <laughs> i yeah i'm i'm not having the most fun so i'm it's a little oh, bit of a struggle to finish it but <laughs> no, I, I can't no high five that no my gosh. <laughs> jimmy jimmy we so, so rarely agree on this <laughs> we have to take this I don't and run hate it. it's just not this game was so spider-man was so much fun that i'm like hmm well i don't like Shh. That. Mm. We haven't introduced the game yet. <laughs> oh, okay. God. Jesus this Christ. This is the second and last time I'll ever be invited <laughs> onto this podcast. podcast faux pas. <laughs> yeah, you have a very rigid talking structure. Talking before introduced, yeah. revealing the name of the game before it's been announced. Well, technically, she didn't reveal the name because she she revealed a name of a game we have played in the past, but she didn't reveal the Yeah, but in context of what she was saying. I think that what you have to Are know, you saying that I've revealed the game now by accident? No, no, no. Okay. I, I, was, I was making... Um, Sort of a semantics reference to the, she didn't say the sequel. I didn't include she, the two. She, she, she yeah. said the number one. Actually, I didn't say mm. Marvel Spider Man two. <laughs> yeah. so. yeah. Well, um, Insomniac Marvel Spider Man. Um, our babies, um, famous. If you didn't know this, Haley, our babies. When they are listening to the episode, they don't look at the title. They just close their eyes yes. and wow. press play. And they wait for their food. And they wait for their food, which is <laughs> yeah. us revealing the name of the yeah. game that we're going to play. So, babies, 
Do you want food? <laughs> <laughs> I think I get the question. Uh, text yes. <laughs> <laughs> text lad. <laughs> text yes to LADS. If you want, if you if want you food. Want, you want food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are here for a very special episode. Special for many reasons. Special because mm-hmm. uh, our good friend Haley is is back on the mic joining us. Mm-hmm. Special because... It's a new year. It's a new year. That's so true. That is yeah. true. Wow. It is a new first, year. First podcast of 2024. First, first recording of 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty remarkable. Remarkable. Um, and who would have thought we would still be here? Who would have thought yeah. we were still, still kicking. Wow. Still kicking. And we pretty well, we rarely do a sequel. We we do oh, a sequel. Famously, we did a sequel. We, <laughs> like, yeah, we did a sequel. Not that long ago. We did, her, we two did games Forbidden ago. West and Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. That's true. So we always do sequels. Have we, we, only, we do sequels. only do sequels? Only, <laughs> only do sequels. Have we yet done a sequel of a game that we both games are official lads games? I don't think so. Uh, no, no, no yeah, Zero Dawn was not. So, no, we have not done a complete series. Oh, God of War. Ah, God of God War. War. God, God of War. War. Really early entry. Wow, that's yeah. so interesting. Okay. Um. Anyways, so it's special for all those reasons and more. Um. That mm-hmm. I don't have time. Uh. No. To get into. Uh. But we're here today to talk about Marvel's Spider-Man Two. We sure are. Um. Yay. We all played this on the PS Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the only available. place that you can play it for I'm now. I'm sure it'll be PC. It'll be PC ported, yeah. but now available. Um, I famously bought a PlayStation to play this game. So. <laughs> what a, what a Spider-Man. Great choice. A Spider-Man. And, PlayStation as well. And I bought the Spider-Man bundle and everything oh, and Robert so helped cool. me. It was great. Uh, I that bundle and controller is so cool. It's so good. It the looks my prize possession, yeah. honestly. It's so beautiful. Um anyways, so we're here to talk about that game and I believe uh before we get into the ratings, yes. Jack, you have something prepared. I sure do. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at um, So, if you don't know what Marvel Spider-Man 2 is, Marvel Spider-Man 2 is a 2023 action adventure game developed by Insomniac Games and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. It is based on the Marvel's comics character Spider-Man and features a, um, a narrative inspired by its long-running comic book mythology. Um, it is the third entry in Marvel Spider-Man series, acting as a sequel to Marvel Spider-Man of 2018 and a follow-up to Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, in this installment, Peter Parker and Miles Morales struggle to navigate the next steps in their personal lives while combating several new threats, including a private militia led by Craven the Hunter, who transforms New York City into a hunting ground for superpowered individuals, as well as the extraterrestrial—excuse uh, uh, me—extraterrestrial Venom symbiote. Um, Oh, Venom symbiote, period. I'm fucking this up so bad. Can you actually start from the beginning? I'm so sorry. (laughs) The extraterrestrial Venom symbiote. This um, extraterrestrial bonds itself to Parker and negatively influences him, threatening to destroy his personal relationships. Ah! (laughs) The highest stakes possible. (laughs) Marvel Spider-Man 2 was released for the PlayStation 5 on October 20th. The affecting relationships are the highest stakes for a Spider-Man. Or they should be, at Mm, least. Absolutely. Um, Which superheroes... We'll get into. into We will get into. Um, So let's let's give our ratings in in an order that we have already determined ahead of time because we're professionals. Which is you. Starting with me. (laughs) Starting with me. Perfect. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amazing. So um, I... Famously bought my PS4 to play the first Spider-Man. It all comes back. So um, I uh, am such a sucker for the superhero. I mean, it's the only superhero I love uh, deeply in my heart. I've been a huge Spider-Man fan my entire life. I stood in line at midnight to see Sam Raimi's Spider-Man in theaters with my uncle. I have very fond memories of the franchise. And so like the... Did your Rat- survive? 
What? I said, does your uncle survive? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> my uncle is dead now. I meant the movie screening. Oh, the movie screening. Yes, he survived the movie screening. That's, isn't that what you asked? Yes. Um, so. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Um, I, um, uh, so a bit, huge fan of the franchise, bought the PS4 specifically to play um, Spider-Man for the PS4, um, loved that game to death, could not stop talking about it, uh, and so was really excited to play this. It has been 2018, I think, was, mm-hmm. the, yes. was the original one, so it has been about five years here. Um, my favorite part about the first game was the story. Um, I had really fun playing it but i think the thing that i remembered for uh like since then is the story of the game and so i was really hoping that this game my expectations were it for this game were improvement on the gameplay but even if it didn't that much i wouldn't wasn't going to be that annoyed because it's such a solid gameplay and a good story and i do think that while i like the story of the first one more it's pretty negligible difference i think it's like a subjective thing that i could change and i think the gameplay was improved enough for me to um sort of maybe balance those out a little bit um so i'm landing on a 4.5 for spider-man 2 um and as our rules state uh oh, i like four, four, <laughs> 4.5 i will say leaning south um, yeah. I, Hell yeah. I, I think <laughs> in, in season five, we're getting rid of this facing. <laughs> no, no. In season five, you're adopting it. You're adopting no, it. I've already five, got Robert. You're, in, Point, you're initiating quarters. No, yeah. in season five, we're doing, I'm giving it a 4.08. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, I could go back and forth between four and 4.5, but, um, I, it's been a long time since I finished this game. So I watched the story recap, uh, today I was like, oh yeah, 4.5. Um, yeah, uh, uh, we'll talk about it more. Um, I think think the story is a lot bigger which works and doesn't sometimes for this um the gameplay was improved in a lot of ways and then i thought missed some like clear opportunities to improve some stuff that it didn't from the first time so kind of a balance in between um we uh but i think the first game is perfect so it's like it uh, again kind of negligible anyways we'll talk about it more but um spider-man 2 4.5 lions love it uh, I'm up. Yes, you. Sure. Okay, so to establish some of my priors here, um, I am uh, not a superhero fan. It's the one like blind spot in my my nerd, uh, you know, kind of lifestyle, <laughs> I guess. Um, I just, I don't really vibe with superheroes. I tend to like specific superheroes. Um, famously, I, I really like Batman. Um, and Spider-Man was like my, the other one growing up. And, um, I loved all the movies similar to Robert. Um, I really loved Spider-Man 2, the video game for PlayStation 2. If I could check hours played, that's gotta be up there uh, for, for time spent on a video game, uh, on the uh, PlayStation 2. Um, so I was, I was definitely excited for this game to see if it captured that magic, but I think it should be clear that, you know, this game already had to do work to get me in. I was not like you guys. I think three of you were feral going into this. And I I was very much like, I'm along for the ride. Um, I think overall it is, um, it is a tremendous feat 
this game. This game is big. It really, um, I'm sure it, it sold, sold a lot of PlayStations. I'm sure Haley is not the only one who who purchased a PlayStation for the for Spider-Man 2. And I think that it makes good use of the system. Um, personally, I had zero uh, like frame rate issues or performance issues in general. Like it really is a triple A title. So full marks there. Um, obviously the two big things with games are, are gameplay and story. Um, and unfortunately I felt like I had issues with both of them. Um, I did, as far as the gameplay is concerned, I think, well, actually I, I feel like I could say this about both gameplay and story. This game felt bloated to me. There was so much going on um, that it really turned me off from it. Like I, I didn't, I, I wasn't like diving in. I was like, I am not interested in, in getting as in depth as this game has to offer. And again, that could just be me not being a Spider-Man guy. I'd be curious to get your take on that. But um, I thought like, you know, the variety of weapon upgrades and all of that stuff, I thought was just a little too much. Also have an issue with the idea that a superhero has to like upgrade all of their, you know, their their abilities throughout the game. I realize that's a video game quality, but I felt like it didn't make any narrative sense, especially when this Spider-Man has been around for a while. It's like, why do I have to unlock things that theoretically Spider-Man would already be able to do? So I thought it was overwhelming, but then also didn't make narrative sense. Um, when it came to the narrative, I love the idea of switching between two Spider-Mans. I think that other video games, video games that I I'm not even a big fan of like Grand Theft Auto V, um, you know, have, have shown that having multiple protagonists can be really fun and engaging. Um, I do feel like Miles kind of got the short end of the stick in this. Um, and as someone who didn't play Miles Morales, I was really looking forward to that Spider-Man. And I felt like his story was really boring and like a side piece to the main Spider-Man, which I, I could understand, but I felt like this game was was marketed as not like a co-lead or not like a, um, a secondary character, but like the co-lead. Um, in the moments where Miles did get story, it seemed very attached to the previous story, um, which again was new for me, but I feel like would have been disappointing as a return player to be like, oh, like how is this going to build? That's eh, more or less just finishing up loose ends from the previous story. So Miles kind of got the short end of the stick. Um, yeah, I wish they just pared things down. Additionally, maybe a hot take. I actually have no idea. I didn't like that they had two major villains. I felt like they gave me two half stories rather than just one full story. I really liked Craven and I really liked his vibe. And I felt like I would have been happy if they just focused on him. Make Venom, you know, the third game. Um, I, I didn't like how they handled that. We'll go into it more, I'm sure. Did I say my score? No. no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, 3.5 for me. Um, and I, hey, Jack, I'm not leaning any particular direction. Thank I feel God. pretty. A solid 3.5. Yeah. Solid Thank 3. God. Like, to be clear. Fiction of character. Yeah. Decent game. Not going to play it again. Um, it is not average, but I just think that they made numerous missteps that keeps it from the greats. Great. Haley, that's wow, amazing. fantastic. Okay. I'm going to clear my throat real quick. I didn't want to do it while Jimmy was talking. Oh, no. no, that's totally fine. <clears throat> okay. Robust. Wow, she's... Now, <laughs> now, now you know what she's about to say she is going to be business. real. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I am a mega gigantic Spider-Man fan. Um, 
returning mic. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I can't look at something happening and talk at the same time. Everyone has to sit very still. What's going to happen when I hold up a sign that says, wrap it up? <laughs> I'm, gonna, yeah. um, I'm a gigantic Spider-Man fan. I constantly am rewatching the movies. Similar to Robert, it was a giant part of my childhood. And I just never get sick of any iteration of this character. Um, the Spider-Man game, the first one in this series, is my favorite video game ever played. It is a perfect five out of five for me. And again, like I played that on Jack's PlayStation and had so much fun that I was like, well, I need to play every Spider-Man game and blah, blah, blah. Um, so going in with that, uh, I definitely am going into this game with that knowledge that it's like Spider-Man can say hi. And I go, <laughs> like he doesn't have to do basically anything to evoke emotion from me just because I have so many years of context that I ascribe to any version of Peter Parker. So I was going into it like very well primed to love it. And I had a, I think it's the most fun I've ever had playing a video game, even though it's not a, as perfect to me as the first game in the series. I just could not wait to get back into playing it. I was constantly my jaw was just on the floor first. Like I've never gasped so much in a game. I've never clutched my heart so much in a game. I've never had so many moments where I just was like blown away with the choice that they made in the story. And so it gets a lot of kudos to, for me because of that. And also I did ugly cry at the end of this game, <laughs> like ugly, bad, insane sobbing, which I've like teared up in video games before, but I've never like got into that point. So again, I have to be like, for that alone, it has to be pretty high. Um, as far as the gameplay goes, I I really loved it. Same as the first one. I, I just think the combat to me clicks in a way in my brain that combat in other video games doesn't. And I really feel like I'm thinking through like as if I am Peter Parker, like if I web them up, then I can throw them over there. And I am thinking it through in a way that I really usually don't in video games because I tend to be kind of more of a button masher. And I don't, didn't feel that way at all in either of these, any of these games in this series. I really feel like I, I understand the reason for the different moves and how to combine them in really interesting, fun, cool ways. And also, you just feel so badass when you fight in these games. Like, they just do so many things to make you feel so cool. So in all those regards, had so much fun, loved it. There's a lot about the story that I really love that I can get into the specifics of. Um, but I will say... I do have a big note on this game, which is that I didn't love the last like 25% of the story. I was really, it was a five out of five for me until a certain point in the story. And then I just started to feel myself kind of pull back a little bit. Um, and again, my, my ugly cry was at the very end of the game, so it didn't lose me entirely, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it, it got, it did get me in the end. Um, but I did just start to feel myself be like, yeah, okay. And just things that, um, don't feel like a perfect Spider-Man story to me. Maybe in a different franchise or a different world would have felt perfect. But in what Jimmy's saying that it got really big, I, I really felt like it just kind of almost got out of control and just became this like unwieldy thing. That is not my personal preference for how to tell a Spider-Man story. Um, again, we can get into it, but I had a blast playing it. And I've also been going back between four and 4.5. 
But I think at this current moment, because I did rewatch all the cutscenes today and am really feeling it, I will say 4.5. <laughs> now you're locking that in. You can never change. No, I, I, no, I, I am reserving the right to change. go to a four at the we end of this, yes, depending yes. on how I feel about the conversation. That, but that is customary. I, I'm yes. coming in with a big, full heart and a 4.5. <laughs> yeah. Is it facing anywhere? Or? Yeah. It's facing it's, yeah. down. South Pole, baby. South yeah. Pole. Fa- famously, I'm a stickler for the rules when it comes to our rating system. So you, <laughs> you have to lock it in now. Okay. Um, cool. Um, I I would co-sign so many things that people said. Um, won't go into all of them now, but I'll try to keep it a little on the shorter side because I, I think we've, we're echoing a lot of similar sentiments, and we'll get into the details. But we have plenty of time to circle talk later. To, yeah, we'll have plenty of time to fight for no reason about stuff that doesn't matter. Um, the long and short of it is, is so I agree with you, Robert and Haley that. Spider-Man 1 to me is a 5 out of 5. It's like a perfect game. Yeah. That, there's nothing wrong with that game in conception. So going into this game, I have a lot of trust in Insomniac. They're like my anti-naughty dog where I'm just like, <laughs> I, I like believe in them intrinsically. Um, I Insomniac, in terms of gameplay, you've done it again. Like, congratulations. <laughs> like, to me, the gameplay is flawless. Like, I hear what you're saying, Jimmy, about, like, narrative concerns with the way the progression works. And I do hear what you're saying in terms of just, like, how fun it is to play this game and, like, how much I was engaged with the systems and the combat. Flawless. Like, perfect. I was so engaged with their skill trees, engaged with their gadgets. I actually thought they did a lot of improvements to the cosmetics. And, like, um, it made me more... It was I'm having more fun unlocking things in this game than I was in the first one. Um... So not, no complaints there. I think that this story is like flawed in its conception. Like to me, it, it, when you put the bullet points up on the board and look at them, I'm like, this doesn't track and it doesn't track. And they fall into a lot of, this is more subjective. Although I do think there's there, this feeds into some of my more objective reasoning. They fall into a lot of pitfall tropes that I don't like in superhero things like, and, and if by broader extension, just like anything genre, like the antagonists are not well-developed there, you know, the Venom's motivate there is not, you know, there's, he's just an alien monster. There's no like motivation. The stakes are too broad and big. It's like the world is going to become a symbiote, which I, I hate that trope. It always feels wrong. I think the way that the, the sort of mind control trope is like, they're trying to exist in like two camps between is it mind control or is it them? You know, like, and they never really like land one way or another. Another trope we've talked about on this podcast a lot is they they hold back and save stuff that's all set up for the third game. Like yeah. there's, you know, there's all this buildup that is just being punted to game three between with the Osbournes in particular, you know, Harry starts and ends this game in the exact same spot. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, it, there's just like a lot of weird tropiness that, I just don't vibe with and sort of had a similar thing with you, Haley, but earlier, which is that around like there was a very clear moment that we'll talk about, like about 40 percent into the game where I leaned back (laughs) and I went, hmm. And I and from there on out, it was just hmm, hmm, (laughs) like and more things could happen. So it really bumps down for me a lot, especially because. I do think I'm harsher on narratives in games where I can tell that the narrative, like this is a game that like God of War and like a lot of like Last of Us gets called cinematic a lot. 
And I'm like, that's all well and good if we want to use cinematic as like a compliment to video games. But if we're going to talk about cinematics, we're going to talk about, I'm going to judge your story harsher because you're platforming it as like a big selling point. So even though as a game, I feel like it's perfect, the story to me is so flawed that it really brought it way down for me. So I'm also at a 3.5 out of 5. I feel like on gameplay, I would have given it a 5. Like it's, it is literally all just the narrative brings it a full like 1.5 points down. Oh. I almost also thought about giving it a three, but I, I do, the language says truly average and I have no business calling this game average. Like leaning yeah. three, not leaning at all. 3.5 on the dot. Well, two because solid 3.5. Yeah. I, because exactly I exactly split in half. For our <laughs> I told you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what my prediction is. I was like, Jimmy and I are going to be team. Nego mm. and Rayleigh and Robert are going to be more on the positive side. Um, but um, yeah, that's how I feel. I can't wait to talk about it more. Cool. Amazing. Well, uh, t- we, we teed up a lot of little fun things that are There's, coming. Yeah. There's a lot of little nuggets. A lot of, we'll coming. get into that later. <laughs> what do you want us to talk about first? Gameplay or uh, story? I Text? Like the story. <laughs> 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 we should talk story. We'll have a last <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about gameplay more. first. Anyway, we'll take a quick break and then we will come back and talk about gameplay. No, is no, there no joy? No. I've already heart. gotten my answer to that long ago. <laughs> and the answer is yes. Anyway, Robert has a bit he yeah, wants to do. Oh, so. <laughs> that is me <laughs> to undercut. But he, the thing is, we can edit it out. And that's yeah. the that's where he doesn't have all the power yeah, here. Yeah, laugh all you want, but just give me two seconds of silence. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, and then okay. Uh, welcome back. Um, I we're here. Uh, the first part of the segment, I think we're talking about the gameplay, but specifically the the gameplay part that was Guitar Hero. Basically, oh my god, we're going to talk about that for about forty five minutes, yes. and then move into the um, who did it better, Fortnite or Spider Man with, <laughs> yeah. with their Guitar Heroes? I'm going to say I have a giant complaint about this game, which is that not every Mysterium had the Guitar Hero yeah. because I was I went into my second Mysterium, I was ready to go, and I was like, no Guitar Hero. Oh. Some of those. Some of those uh, Mysteriums were so hard yeah. in yeah. terms of challenges. They I, were I, fun. I ended up platinuming the game, and there was and it took a really long time because of the mysterium. Yeah. So, anyways, um, Jimmy, you you had. Wait, are we talking about gameplay first or narrative? Yeah, gameplay. Oh, gameplay yeah, first. I think okay. we're talking about gameplay. I feel like we have less. I I think um, dangerous, maybe. Yeah. So something to build off of my um, I got I think my my earlier comment on how I had a hard time with the narrative idea of like you had to unlock things, especially for a veteran Spider-Man or at least a a seasoned Spider-Man. I thought that was weird and didn't make sense. I also, um, I I felt like Spider-Man was very uh, weak in this game. I felt overpowered a lot, um, which bothered me. Um, and so I, wait, I, I overpowered I, or underpowered? Underpowered. I, I, I was being overpowered, I guess yes, is what I meant okay. to say. So yes, I underpowered. See, okay, what um, difficulty did you play on? Just the, the standard difficulty. Um, and I, I was, I, I, found myself thinking of a comment that you made, Jack, on Jedi Survivor, mm. which is that you... Oh, about group Corrected, but, like, you didn't like that you felt like you were um, surrounded a lot mm-hmm. and overwhelmed and how that... I think you were... Maybe I was wrong, but, like, you felt like it was weird that, like, a Jedi would have problems with some of these, like, grunts or whatever. Um, I, anyway, even if that wasn't your exact critique... No, I, I know what I've, you're saying, yeah. I felt that a lot where I'm like, fuck, like, I am... Not, I'm just a dude. And these guys with, like, handguns i'll punch them in the face slam them against the wall and they'll get up for more um and i would have been okay especially 
for some of the 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 more human um, uh, uh, enemies, if I felt a little overpowered, like mm-hmm. that's the thing with Spider Man, right? Is that he pulls his punches because if he punched with his full strength, he would like snap you in half. Actually, um, that's I would disagree with that. Um, disagree with that being a, a staple a, of Spider-Man. I think a big thing with Spider-Man is that he's like much more mortal than almost any other superhero. So mm, interesting. Like he's not like Superman where he can get shot and be fine and punch people and like blow their head up. Like he's mm. just like a kind of strong guy. But he's he's got super strength. He's got super strength, but not so. I don't I wouldn't I would say it's a miss. He's the most mortal of a lot of the sure. Yeah, he's, he's, and he's if, also. I know he, what you're even saying. Even if you could kill Spider-Man with a gun, I would say that I would expect him to be able to punch a guy a few times and have that be the end of it. And I felt like there was a lot of times where I just was weak, and it particularly bothered me. And I know <clears throat> that I'm setting myself up to be <laughs> fucking shit on here. It particularly bothered me when you would get to the MJ levels and yes. she had that gun yeah. that would one-shot bitches. And I'm like, yeah. give Spider-Man the gun. It is hilarious. Like, why is it that I can swing a guy by That's his really tits good. around and around and around and throw him at the wall? But then he gets up and Mary Jane Watson can run up and tase a dude. Yeah. And I, that's the end of it. There, He's out. So ba- the balance between those two is very different. There was it I saw the, that meme format where it's like uh, Spider-Man 2 and it was like this giant yeah. book. And yeah. it was like Spider-Man 2 if he had the MJ gun and it was just like a little uh, like, okay. I haven't seen that meme, but do, that's how I felt. So exactly I do that, was, you on that, that was that was my my main issue. But I think about what you're saying saying about my the um my commentary on Jedi Survivor is mm. that um Jedi Survivor has way less crowd control tools than this game does, like between all the gadgets. Mm. And I enjoy games where there's a bunch of people, but I have the tools to crowd control. You know, like the fact that you can web up some of them, and it's mm. like. You know, a lot of the time in that game, I would be like, okay, there are really big grunts coming to me. I'll save my finishers for them so that Mm. I can one shot them. And then I'll use like my gear to like web up a bunch of the smaller ones so that I can just punch them. And the whole like being in the air thing really saves you from a lot of attacks. And you have like the mega venom blast, whatever. You have the the venom blast that can like take out a bunch of, you can catapult them all into the air. You can ricochet bazooka guns like there's way more tools to mm-hmm. to um there's more this is a term that i i've um heard a lot more uh, uh, as i started playing overwatch which is skill expression which i really like mm-hmm. about like how you can express your creativity in the game through learning the systems really well and i feel like jedi survivor did not have very good skill expression for mm-hmm. me like i felt like i was button mashing and there wasn't a ceiling that i could see where it's like let me climb up this skill progression and learn how to deal with these enemies. It just felt like I was getting to your point overpowered, but in Spider-Man for me anyway, I felt like I had the crowd control tools so that it's not the, I don't take issue with the idea of crowd combat. I take issue with crowd combat where it feels like there's nothing I can do, but take them out one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of disagree with you as well, specifically not, I totally agree with you on the MJ thing. Like that is, the, funny. Yeah, that is sure. it's very funny, but I, I do think that in terms of why does Spider-Man not know all this stuff? It's just a video game. I mean, and maybe that's and like also, not a satisfying is, answer for you, but Doc like Ock stuff is relevant in this, that it's like the, 
he it's like a new that isn't in the first game like his um like peter's skill tree is all about like the doc arc arms mm-hmm. and the like mm-hmm. which is not an ability he has in the first game so like you could justify it that way and that but you're aren't. saying mm-hmm. it's kind of like an allowance of the form in the way where it's like yeah. how are you carrying around like eight thousand weapons on yeah. your person yeah. at and any I, given time i understand why that might not be like satisfying for you but i think that like the burden that that would create for a developer who like is making, I mean, technically the third game, but really like a sequel for this to come up with an entirely new thing on top of that. I think that would make even more things for you to potentially be overwhelmed at. So I don't mind the like reset the abilities and gain them back, you know, that happens Mm. with sequels. And then I also think too, in terms of like, the enemies, I would sort of say the same thing, which is that if they were all like one shots or th- even three shots, I think it would just be kind of boring. Like it would become a a quantity versus quality thing. And I would much rather like have the a, like the challenge of an enemy that maybe takes a little bit longer so that I could actually be a little bit more thoughtful about my skills. And I'll sort of echo what Jack says. And not only do I think that you have the crowd control sort of like tools, but I think you have options. I found myself at least a couple of times during this game switching my style completely and saying like, oh, I wasn't really using this, but then all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, I really want to use this gadget now. And so I'm going to go back and like go through that. So I think it's also just fair to say, Jimmy, that you you really appreciate and respect like diegesis in games like it's the thing we talk about with like last of us where it's like i found the realism of that combat system like grating and Mm. not fun and you were like that was a bonus for you Hmm. so i just think it's like it's just like a it's not an objective thing i think it's just a taste thing where it's like you like utter realism Mm -hmm. whereas i prefer things to be a little more heightened i think that's fair same thing with like the side quest in a main story. Like, right. Well, so no, like horizon I, a little it's like you have I, I Venom strapped to your back, but it's like, let me go stop some petty yeah, crap. Yeah. I, I won't back down fully from I, either the, the side quests or, um, or, or yeah, it's primarily the side quests thing, just because I do think there is a good way of doing it. Um, and I, on that point, I don't think that this game was like offensive with the side quest and having that like be in the middle of main quest stuff. I thought it was a little weird. We could talk about it, I guess. But um, but yeah, I, I would agree. I do like the realism. I, I think I would have been happy if maybe even more in the beginning, if there was more moments to feel like I was a, a true superhero who was like a step above some of these guys with guns. And then, you know, you as you go, you get enemies that are bigger or maybe in some way the narrative shows that they've learned how to deal with your tricks mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, that would narratively justify why it's taken me like five, you know, three, four combo chains before the the, the grunt will go down. Um, particularly because a lot of those grunts too, they're hopping up in the air with you. They're yeah. shooting stuff. Like there's a lot going on. When Craven's grunts get introduced, the combat it's, system changes a lot. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And so, you know, Which in, I liked, insofar I felt as- like it fed into the narrative in that way. Insofar as I was able to use the environment and take their bazookas and turn it around on them and stuff like that, I felt like I could only really do that when I spent a lot of time um, stealth taking out some of the enemies mm. first um, to, to just lower the numbers a bit, which I- I, I get the idea, but then that is a big process to do every single time you're you're trying to stop one of those little random crimes. 
I just, it, I guess I'm a little less sold on the gameplay than it sounds like the three of you were. I it wasn't as a, fun. A preference. Well, yeah. preference. you know, I'll say too that we're primarily from a gameplay perspective talking about combat specifically. I don't. I didn't have a ton of issues with the combat. I think they improved a lot of things by adding mm-hmm. the kind of the little uh, Doc Ock arms and the again um, just more options of how more options more facility. Yeah. Um, you know the ability to swap out the I don't know what they're called oh, the abilities. Yeah. I guess like there's oh, yeah. gadgets and then there's the abilities that you can use and you can swap mm-hmm. them out, which I thought was cool. Um, one of, I think the highlight improvement of this game for me in terms of like kind of smaller stuff like this was the um, improvements to the movement, which I al- already thought was basically flawless in the first yeah. game. Adding the web uh, gliders and the genius. tunnels so made fun. this game infinitely more fun to traverse uh well, and especially because you were now going to different boroughs and you had to cross the river the river yeah. without the web wings it would have been all, like you would have just had to fast travel or you would just like it would be so not fun the, i guess you could swing across the bridges but the yeah. web wings gave you so much freedom it felt like and following the wind tunnels and like yeah. I, I, one of my favorite m- memories in a game as of late in in this vein was and we'll maybe we'll talk about this a little bit more, but the side mission with Howard, mm-hmm. where you are need to go chase the birds out to the uh, couldn't burrows. have done it without the web the, wings. The web wings, the music, like mm-hmm. that yeah. really highlighted to me how much fun this game is just to like fuck around and swing around, which I think is like what anyone wants yeah. from a Spider-Man game is just yeah. to like fuck around. We've been dancing around it a little bit, but I would love to talk about the side quests and like bonus content because I think it's was so good in this game. Like everything was so all the, cause I felt like if I do have one critique about the first game, it's that too many of the bonus like things are just combat. And this one has so many different types of things. Like the Mysteriums are so different from the, um, my favorites were the um, suspected targets or whatever, where you have to chase the bird (laughs) through which I know you hated. I I literally didn't do any of them. (laughs) I loved flying around with the web wings in the like data tunnel and watching. It was like addictive. Mm. I I love racing games and like that. I love like incorporating like a racing element into a Spider-Man game. I thought all the like bonus, just like side missions, like the stories were really interesting I just thought it was really good bonus yeah. content. Yeah. I really loved this the symbiote nest, even though that was the part of the story that I yes. had kind of checked out. I those really they genuinely got my heart racing. Like yes. by the end of them, I was like sweat like in a great way. Like I was so engaged. And the hunter bases were really interesting. The fact that you have to first find them on the map, mm-hmm. like it's like you have to pee, you have to do the three little like hack the data pads like around the city, and then it reveals the base. Then it's like, okay. There's a turret system you have to take out first. And then the, yeah, like yeah, the I, bonus objectives were super fun. They were really do, engaging. Did you do the symbiote nest where there's like two or three of them at a time yes. and you had to jump back and forth between them? Yes. Yeah. Stressful. I, I don't know what you would call that, but I agree with you. When you have like something you have to protect and there's it's like tower defense. Like, tower defense. Yeah. Sure. That's I really like totally that. Vibe. The, yeah. Those are really fun. I actually didn't like them as much. The uh, symbiote nest or the side Yeah. Quest. So the, uh, kind of finishing my train of thought. Oh, I really No, it's okay. I really liked the combat of the game, but where I thought that the game could have made even more improvements was the bonus stuff. Mm. I did like the side missions maybe even more than the first game from a narrative perspective. I'll hold those thoughts for when we start talking about the narrative. But I found, even though like 
there was different stuff. At the end of the day, a lot of the things to me still felt a little collectibly. Like, you know, sure. like the photos that you took, it, it wasn't was monuments, but it was like little things that happened on the street. Mm-hmm. That wasn't uh, like, okay, it's an improvement, but like not enough to justify mm-hmm. it. Um, the spider bots were cool to collect from the, did you guys finish yeah. the spider bots? I didn't finish it, but I did love it. I did. I had to cheat a little. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't, don't say that online. So like the payoff for that, I don't know if you're care or whatever the payoff was a little annoying but you yeah. you you collect all the spider bots and then a hole opens in the wall and then there's the I like spider verse like oh the like we got to get these back to Miguel or whatever yeah, like kind sure. of thing but um, shameless plug yeah so again that felt a little collectible to me and i really liked the um uh the mysterium stuff because it was combat, but like with a little twist, and I like yeah. the kind of buffs or or nerfs rather that they gave to you. Um, but even the bases, while I appreciated that it took a little bit longer to get there, at the end of the day, it was still a combat thing. And even the bases, the bases you don't, you more don't have to do yeah. the side stuff. You can just kill everyone totally. and it's done. So the bases were the weaker one. I just mean that in terms of like because you have the the target, like the racing one, and the mysteriums feel different enough, and then. Like there's just there was more variety overall, even if not each individual one was like perfect. It yeah. just felt a little more, and also because you have like the rabbit holes of like the flame, and like the Brooklyn um, vision stuff, where it's like there's a there's like a little more of a cohesiveness where it's like you it's like a it's like a bona fide subplot. So yeah. I would I would classify, and I'll make it this distinction right now because I would classify the flame stuff. The Brooklyn Vision stuff, the um, Harlem. the Harlem Art um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, or Music and Art, whatever museum, as like side mission. I don't know if they actually called it that. Yeah, totally. I'm specifically referring to the collectible, the like collectible and yeah, like right. bonus yeah. stuff and like the crimes. All of those felt either the same or like a negligible uh, upgrade mm-hmm. from the first game, and so I felt kind of bored during sure. them. Mm-hmm. Um, the side stuff was really good. But that, that, I mean, minor, but I was just kind of wishing, and I don't even know how you do it, but I was wishing they would do something a little bit more with those because I felt like they were sure. just kind of boring combat stuff. Um, and even the symbiote stuff, like, while the, like, set piece of it might have been cool, I felt, and it's funny you say that because I felt a little button mashy during those sometimes, mm. whereas, like, most of the game I felt a little like, okay, like, I got a good yeah. handle on that. I was like... Kind of like whipping around and I was like, okay, I don't know if this is like fun or if I'm just like my heart rate is up and it's giving me serotonin or whatever. <laughs> the, the symbiote ones were my least favorite just because I think I had checked out of the story at that point to your yeah. point, Haley. And also I, they do stress me out and yeah. like, I'm not trying to have a heart attack during this game. Oh, but it's fun stress. Yeah. It's like I, going on a roller coaster. I mean, it's it's yeah. not to spoil the game we're playing currently, but like, um, I, I'm really learning that I I love turn based shit because I'm I love having the space to not like <sighs> like I can think it out you know yeah. like um and those things are like the anti turn based because oh, it's yeah. like now 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 right yeah we're up uh, we're playing chess next yeah <laughs> oh my god I would love to play chess five out of five no, no, I great makes you feel stupider than chess I, oh, I, I did have another game. note on the gameplay not the combat mm-hmm. stuff but um it's very small but I do feel like this game told me what to do too much. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I felt like it was like I got to follow them and immediately was like you know L2 R2 zipped event. And I was like, well I could have figured that out, I think, if you mm-hmm. had given me 2 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I feel like kind of at every turn the game was giving me the instructions for exactly the course of action I should take. And 
while that makes things feel really fast and fun, I love getting to figure out like, how do I get there? I'm like, oh, I see a vent. Maybe I can climb up there or whatever. And I don't feel like it happened that much in the first game. I don't remember feeling that like I was being coddled. And this game, for some reason, I felt a little like I was like, I know, like I, it's okay. Right. Like let me let me do it. Let me figure it was out. Was that a um, was that a literal like uh, uh, man? What do I want to say? Uh, a text that came up on the screen, or was it like you were prompted by the character in the game to go a direction? The I, I'm not as bothered as much by when Peter's like, I got to get this to Dr. Connors or whatever, mm, like those yeah. things that I, I like, but I don't like it when it's just like instructions, like, like text that just, if it was, I'm going to be really upset because but I, I do know that sometimes they have like, it, like the whole time. Yeah. The, what do they call those? It's like a, not a quality of life setting, but I feel like there's sometimes settings where they, they'll ask you how much handholding you want. So maybe hmm. it was that. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember in either way whether they did that. So. I feel like I didn't sometimes play with it, they so. said like, you know, like zip to point. Uh, or whatever, I, but. I do hear you. I think that that comes from the fact that because it's a sequel, but they know some people will be picking this up for the first time. They get nervous. Mm-hmm. I feel like that happens a lot in sequels where they, they get worried that if they rely too much on the fact that they're expecting people to know how to play this game by virtue of having played the first one. Like yeah. they, I think it's like an overcorrection yeah. sure. because of the sequel of it all. But I, yeah. I hear you. I'll say if they didn't make that an option or a setting, they totally should. Yeah, like Ragnarok you know, flashbacks. Um, uh, like in you know, is really good with accessibility yeah. stuff mm-hmm. and, and accessibility. That was it, the word accessibility. Word like toggles. I mean, you can go in and like do um, like colorblind correction and stuff like mm-hmm. this. Oh, I think cool. the, a lot they win awards for that stuff. I mean, it's it's really really cool. You can do well. I think Spider Man. Both of them have had the setting where it's like you can do. Um, any difficulty you want, but with like a no kill option. Like if you're like, I don't mm-hmm. want to have the action broken up by like a game over screen. Like you can like, oh, yeah. like you'll just reset quickly or like you know whatever. Which I think is smart. I like, think every video game, um, as someone who is not good at video games, I think every video game should have difficulty settings. I mean, I did play these games on the like normal setting, but mm-hmm. when I started playing the first game and I was really like nervous, it made me feel like more excited to play, knowing that I could make it easier, yeah. you know? And then I think at time, when I first started, I did. And I think it made it like, it made it more exciting for me to jump into the game instead of feeling so intimidated by it. So yeah. I, I wish Careful. every game had Jack that. Jack will punch you. I just think that they should have <laughs> toggles for individualized things. Like if you want to play, like again, like the, I don't have an issue with like the no knockouts or whatever. I just hate hard, medium, easy story. I just think that it, it flattens things like, it should be more intentional when you change the difficulty. This was, it was fantastic or friendly neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, the, I, unless anyone has anything, just a quick little last echo yeah, of what of you were saying, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, the performance of this game was immaculate. Oh, the so the, yeah. uh, the um, like fast Vala. travel never ceased to amaze me how yeah. fucking it was quick I could just go in. I mean, um, Insomniac has made... To, uh, technically three games for the PS5 uh, if you include Miles Morales but in terms of the Ratchet and Clank and, and Spider-Man 2 yeah. these are some of the only games I feel like are actually next gen and like yes, take totally. advantage no, to- of I, if you the were to, PS5 if you were to like come up with a short list for someone who's like what's the PS5 all about it's like 
again, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Spider-Man 2, maybe I think Ragnarok. West a little bit. Forbidden West. Returnal, I would put in that, that bucket Oh, Returnal well, for but, sure. But yeah. like, pretty, the, this, this game definitely gets on that list. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, it's really cool and performed super well. And even on the, um, I played on like performance mode. Um, oh God, I can't remember. Uh, for the f- uh, higher frame rate, just, and it looked amazing even so. Like, yeah. it, it was, it they, was they Insomniac is close to Nintendo in terms of, they really focus on Polish, yeah, for yeah. sure. Totally, the game yeah. definitely feels polished. Can I make a comment about a voice actor real quick, or is that more game? That feels more narrative. Let's put it in narrative. narrative. Let's, yeah. 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 Sure. Let's take a yeah. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and and fight and yell. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. This episode of the Lads Who Game podcast is sponsored by director Sam Raimi's newest film, Spider Man Four. Slated for release on May 6, 2011. We just can't wait. And after you go get him, Tiger, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the lads on Instagram and TikTok at Lads Who Game. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Hi. Um, Every time. <laughs> you shouldn't comment on it because now I want to do it. No, I know. But it just, it just so, gets, I can't, it like short circuits my brain. It's like, welcome back. Hi. <laughs> so let's, let's all say when we checked out of this game. Yeah. Oh, I love we're on the table and say when we checked out of the game. Oh, I, um, I have a clear thought. I don't want to I know, interject. Let's, I would but, love, let's do one and then like, a little story. when did you check I think mine is the same as Haley's, so I'll, okay. I'll, let, uh, I'll let you go do first, Do everything Jack. together. <laughs> um, very clear moment. It's, um, it's when... Uh, Harry um, jumps in in the like the Venom mech suit like, Ooh, that's the, on their first shared mission. I was like, wait, like what? Like he can just fight now? Like it was so because mm. even the moment on the roller coaster where he like reveals the symbiote powers, I was like, it felt a little tonal, like a bit of a tonal jump. But I was willing to like excuse it a little bit because I did. I did feel like we were going to get a reveal that Harry has been doing this a lot longer than we know. Cause that's what it kind of felt like it was building to. But then when it was sort of just, Oh no, we're just, we're just moving. It's like efficiency of narrative. We're just moving. I was like, it, it really felt myself go, Hmm. And like lean back. And then from there, all of the Harry symbiote stuff just compounded. And yeah, that it, was it did get back. a little tricky to figure out like, what, what can the symbiote do? Like, I think you were saying like, is this mind control or well, is it? We'll because, talk about that. <laughs> Cause Harry was very much still Harry, but just buff. Like put a pin right in that. Okay, and we'll come back where you checked out, and then we'll come right back to that. I, that is my big thing. I checked out. Sorry, were you gonna? I don't know if we had. An when order. did you check out? Yeah. Um. So I I hear what you're saying about the the thing with Harry because mm-hmm. it is like all of a sudden he's like fighting crime like it's nobody's business. But I wasn't. I actually. I mean, the zoo sequence, unfucking believable. The Coney Island thing, like all of that again. Mm-hmm. Jaw on the floor. To me, the story really. If it had just been, the stakes are Harry needs the suit to survive and is getting increasingly like surly and angry and upset as he's actively dying. And Peter is becoming more and more reluctant to give the suit. And those are the stakes. And it culminates with them freeing Peter from the suit, almost as if like the final fight is like Miles freeing Peter from the yeah. suit. Yeah. To me, like that is... That is as high stakes as it can possibly get is like your best friend will die. Yeah. But he can't. He's so 
enraptured, mind control, whatever it is, he can't. And the stakes are his best friend is actively dying, but he can't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, everything until that point was was perfect. And then once I was like, oh, my God, we still have, I still have so much of this game left. Like, what is going to happen? And then it just and then as soon as it became. Oh, Harry is going to take over the world with that the symbiote. Yeah, I just really was like, I don't really buy into the stakes of everybody in the world is going to be part of the symbiote. And One of my notes here is I wrote in quotes, we have to heal the world, LOL. <laughs> like, it's like the stupidest, like, act three motivation that Venom corrupts Harry be- to make him think that we're healing the world. I'm like, that is so... I, Again, well, yeah, I thought there were really cool moments with it. Like, I like when you, Harry's at the grave and then it's like Emily's voice turning into Venom's voice, turning into mm-hmm. Emily's voice. Yeah. Like... I, I, again, I appreciate the way they did everything, but I, I don't like the core idea being... And because, again, to me, Spider-Man stories should be about personal stakes. They shouldn't be about world-ending stakes. I, it just feels, totally, like, not yeah. true to the character. Well, you know what yeah, was really I, funny is... Because my mine was, like, roughly the same moment. I think when we first see, like, the real Venom, like, classic Venom, yeah. I was like, okay. I, I mean, I knew it was coming, but it was, like... It when totally you turn jumps it, the shark. When you... It, Maybe this was like a gameplay thing, but I never liked playing as Venom, and I felt like they were like, I like it was it was fun it. to it was oh fun to fuck around, but it felt more like a that like that felt like a like a mobile game <laughs> that they were to add, like where you can kind of fuck around, but DLC rogue like yeah, <laughs> totally. But um, uh, like ultimately the story stuff with the like save the world again i agree was like way too big and there's this moment i forget the context of it but like right uh, at the beginning of all of this when there's this like cinematic of the venom stuff like going up into the sky and then circling mm. the world and i was like this is really cool to look at but what the fuck and then and then it pulled back and it was like oh thank god it's a dream yeah but then it kind of actually happened yeah, yeah totally like, really fast yeah. immediately <laughs> like it was like circling the world was like okay what yeah. the, like that's it's not real cool. right and then i was like oh no that's like an imagination that's cool i'm fine with that yeah but then eventually the city yeah does become there's like a five or six of a, moments in this hmm. game where it completely jumps the shark totally yeah it's i, I thought the mj screen transformation oh, was oh like, I love that no I like it to me it was cheesy I like the idea of it but it's it's so silly looking and so like had this yeah. couple having like a domestic spat but like punching the shit out of each other I, I just thought well it's I also think it wasn't it's, earned because this game okay I have another story thing well but wait I, Jimmy say your thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so I mean all, I I agree with everything that you're saying I think um to go back to what you were saying what would be like the dream scenario. I, I don't blame you for this, but with one small exception, my biggest issue is you didn't even mention Miles in that, who's yeah. supposed uh, to be the co-lead. No, that's a great point. And so, and I realized that like he, you would include him more, but like that's the thing is like the story, the way that they were setting up pieces, the best version of this story, which I'll say would be the version you outlined, doesn't even have their second well, in command. I have a hot take and on this. Oh, I, oh, so that was a problem. Yeah. I agree with you, Jack, on the scream thing. Just another example of bloat. I'm like, we did not need another villain, especially when it was dumb. Sorry, but it was. Um, I thought um, it's disgusting. Did you like that he was? <laughs> she was like red. That's what scream looks like. I no, know. that I don't These mind. Just Spider Man. Too, 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 too many it's cooks like those... in the kitchen for me. But I just so much going on. Give and then Laura, give Laura Bailey a chance to act. Damn it. Uh, so my <laughs> we have Last of Us Part Two. It's my uh, my uh, 
moment that I left was um, was when Craven got killed. I I just wanted Craven to be the focus. Um, I I don't think we needed. And it was from that moment that Venom became the star mm-hmm. and things got shitty from there on. So I almost wish like I could retcon and have credits come after that moment. And then in game three, they'd get a redo on Venom. Yeah. Because um, I agree. I thought that the Venom stuff was stupid. Once again, and maybe somebody would hand wave this as it's a video game and it, it's Spider-Man's <laughs> game. But like when New York is completely entangled in the Venom symbiote. Where the fuck are the Avengers? Like Avenger Tower yeah. is getting trampled they right now. They are busy. They <laughs> are in what space. Is, but here's the thing. Okay, they're busy. They can't help you with your low-level crime. Fine. But this requires Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like in the world-ending sticks is so it's, cheesy. It's and, dumb. And yeah. you included Avenger Tower. You could have not and then just pretended that they don't exist in this I, universe. But you did. So where are they? I, anyway. I really, I mean... I'll, I really, to me, there are, and I think we've danced around a lot of these, there are like three narrative issues with this game. Number one, the antagonists are not developed correctly. Craven mm-hmm. has the way more interesting backstory and motivation, yet is ultimately a red herring. Yes. The only impact he has on the plot is that for he, because he stabs Peter, the suit goes on to him, but like that could have been anything. Like yeah. it, we don't need this complex of a character for that plot beat. And then when he dies, it's completely inconsequential until then. Yeah. I, I actually think that um, I really wish that Peter, influenced by Venom, had killed Craven because yes. he didn't. None of his actions when he was influenced by Venom had like lasting consequences. It was more just like you're not acting like yourself. You're being scary. But because Spider Man like doesn't kill people and is so good, mm-hmm. if he had been the one to give Craven what he wanted, which I loved by the yeah. way, and kill him, that I like. The he would have, yeah. and he would be free from Venom and be like. Oh my god, anyway. Well, I think moment- Craven's Craven's purpose in this game is because Peter throughout the entire thing is feeling like he's not good enough and that all of the work that he's done has been for nothing and yet he's his personal life is still kind of hell. And so Craven coming out and like essentially releasing all of the villains that he has already put away, I think is kind of like just kind of digging a knife in his back a little bit. Yeah. I think that's like the narrative he or emotional purpose. He facilitates a lot. Yeah, like he, he, he facilitates yeah. a lot of like plot momentum it's just when he dies and then venom is the star of the show yeah it like does lay bare the fact that it's like well wait a minute like yeah. he really isn't like a this huge is, player in this, this story. is the issue uh and and correct me if i'm wrong because you're more steeped in uh superheroes than i am certainly but i feel like this is the issue with modern superheroes is there's just they are cramming so many characters into these stories and to me it's like <clears throat> simplify i get yeah. i well, I hope the Spider-Man I'm, thing makes tricky because Martin Lee also doesn't get his day in court yeah, in terms of plot. I, I think there's too much going on. I, I mm-hmm. feel like you could have just focused on Craven, and you can have your cameos from past villains, and obviously Martin Lee should be there because of Miles, but I think I don't think that Venom... Ven- Venom as the Harry stuff goes, fine, but Venom as like becoming the main problem at the end, I just felt like it meant Craven had to get well, shafted. it's tricky, too, because Venom is... Like a S tier Spider Man villain. Like people go, yeah. he's actually personally not one of my favorites, although this is probably my favorite iteration of Venom to date. Mm-hmm. But people go feral for Venom. Yeah. But Craven is a much lower, like you you just don't get a lot of appearances of Craven. He's yeah. not as yeah. well known. So right. that's just why it would be cool for him to have the to- whole thing. Yeah, Especially I, I, I feel game, that. these games tend to subvert a lot of really expected tropes, which I think mm-hmm. is really fun about them. Like, well, Harry again, having the symbiote. Harry having one. the symbiote yeah. too. Mm-hmm. In the first game, the fact that Doc Ock and Peter work together, like mm-hmm. just these, they do a lot of fun stuff with the lore 
And my hot take about the symbiote thing is that I thought that the way that they could have subverted Venom in this game, and I think it makes more sense overall, is that I think that Miles should have had the Venom suit. Oh. I think that would have folded him into the story way more. And he's the one who's on a revenge quest and like mm-hmm. feeling angry and is right. Like would have amplified it. And Peter's thing mm. of him feeling like he needs balance in his life and feeling like dissatisfied is like not strong enough for uh, the Venom suit to me. I disagree. I feel like you need Miles not to do it because Niles need to see the repercussions of anger getting the best of him because I mean, they're clearly setting up Miles to be Spider-Man in Spider-Man yes. 3. Um, I think the problem is not the amount of villains. I do think it's purely the interpretation of Venom, which I think just leaned a little cartoony. Yeah. I think the reason it works, well, most people don't like Spider-Man 3, but I really like Spider-Man 3, the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason that works really well is because Venom doesn't really, really show up until the very, very end. And even mm-hmm. then, there's still, you can really tell when, like that it is still Brock with the Venom suit on. And I think that Harry is a good, you know, sort of antagonist Mm -hmm. used loosely in this game, but he disappears in Venom. And so it's like Harry goes away and it's like, we're almost getting a new character at the final hour here. This is the big, like Venom becomes fully sentient. This is the big problem with this game is that they cannot decide if you are in control of the Venom suit or not. Like, Mm It's just everybody. So it's like every time they fight, like when MJ is a symbiote and then like when Harry's a symbiote and when Peter's a symbiote, mm-hmm. it's like they are, they have all this dialogue that's like, this is how I really feel. Like, I hate you. Like MJ's like, you always put me second. You know, Harry's like, my father loves you more than me, which that was crazy. Like mm-hmm. that that's never been an issue before until <laughs> Peter and Norman have one flippant conversation where he's like, you know, Peter, I, I really think of you also as a son. And Harry's like, no, <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. But um, like they can't decide if, and then, but the second they're, so they're yelling all this stuff, but then the second the suit comes off, they're like, I'm sorry, that wasn't me at all. And it's, so it's just like, and everyone's immediately forgiven. It's like, I know that wasn't no, you. And, so, and yeah. because what you, off of what you were saying, Haley, earlier, where it's like, um, this game is really interested in the morality of Spider-Man doesn't kill. And they keep walking him right up to the line of killing someone. But because he's not in control of the suit, even if he did kill someone in the suit, it's like, but it wasn't him. Like, the suit just made him do that. So it has ultimately nothing to say about the morality of whether or not what does it mean if Spider-Man kills someone? The only way it could have is if Peter did consciously have to make the choice to kill Harry at the end with Venom, which he kind of does. And then, uh oh, here comes Miles with the defibrillator, (laughs) which I was like so mad about. I was like, fuck that. Like, so fucking annoying. That was my crime. (laughs) Of course. I mean, mean, it is very emotional. It it emotionally gets me, but I feel like it, you, what happened, I mean, are they gonna make Norman Green Goblin in three? That's to I feel me that's, what it feels like they that's were setting what it looks up. Like well, sure. that's what okay. So when Harry, I thought Harry was dead. I was like, oh, so Norman's gonna see yeah. that Harry's dead yep. and he's yep. gonna become Green Goblin three. Yeah. But the other the thing I thought they were going to do with Green Goblin, which it's so perfectly set up. I don't know why they didn't do this. It's so crazy. Is like so Peter has the suit and. Literally, there's all these scenes of Norman in the lab, like, working on an alternative cure. And I'm like, oh, he's going to make this suit. He's going to realize, oh, Dr. Connors made an exosuit, so I'll try to make my own exosuit for Harry. But it backfires and goes bad and turns into the Green Goblin suit, makes Harry Green Goblin great. We're there. 
100% on the same page and then it'd be a Venom Green Goblin showdown yeah. at the yes. end of this game exactly that's yeah. what I thought we were building towards And but then the problem is that it's like I mean he says at the end of the game he's like get the G serum ready yeah. and it's like okay here we fucking go but it's just so it's like we could have started this game with the exact same thing because Harry's unconscious again mm-hmm. it's just like we're in the exact same spot and Norman's motivation is a lot weaker because there's no reason why he should blame Spider-Man for what happened because yeah, he's carrying he's carrying him out and puts him gingerly on yes. the gurney and Norman runs up and goes, what did you do to him? And it's yeah. like, well, he's clearly helping. Like It's yeah. so much weaker. Right. And now Harry knows and he Harry and Peter have reconciled. Yeah. So it also doesn't, he has no, like it, it, there's nothing to set up Green Goblin in the third one, definitely but there was so much in this game. Yeah, definitely. I agree with all that, Jack. Um, Sorry. I, I had to no, I, I agree. I had a feeling that I, was your take, and I was very much on the same page. Yeah, I agree with all that. It, it makes you nervous. I, I care less, but yeah, for you guys, I'm sure it makes you nervous because, like, oh, like, does that mean that? the third game is like already doomed to fail narratively. Well, Goblin is my favorite in the rogues gallery too, which is not oh, revelatory, but like in Spider-Man's rogue gallery, like Goblin to me is like the one, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, and part of my apologist take on amazing Spider-Man two is that it has Goblin in it. <laughs> even if it's only for five minutes. And honestly, that movie, which is flawed, it does do kind of this exact thing yes. where it's like Harry is dying and wants Spider-Man to help him. And then Spider-Man won't help him. So he goes to great measures and becomes the green goblin. And then Spider-Man has to fight him anyway. It's like, that's um, kind of what it yeah. should have been. Like, mm-hmm. and it just it just makes for every, it, it flattens everyone's motivation. It doesn't give anybody anything to go off of in the third game. And it doesn't give Peter really a, re- like if Peter had killed Harry, even if it was the right thing to do, it would have given him such a good motivation to be like, I need to step away from Spider-Man, mm-hmm. you know? But at the end, he just kind of does it for, like, no reason. Can I actually make the exact opposite yeah, argument? Of course, wow. please. Um, so when Harry is dying and then Miles's hand sparks electricity, my brain immediately was like, oh, great, so Harry is going to live. And then the next thing I thought was, this time, Peter doesn't have to lose someone. And that's when I started crying because Peter mm. always loses people. Yeah. He, every And that's like such a staple of every Spider-Man story is that somebody dies. Like Captain Stacy dies, obviously Uncle Ben, like May dies in the first game. And the reason that Spider-Man stays being Spider-Man is because of his guilt. I mean, they, they tap on it too and they go yeah. into his mind and he's like crying over Aunt May being like, this is all my fault. This is all my fault. And he says to Miles like, I can't lose someone else. And then Harry lives. Mm-hmm. And he finally, like, hasn't let someone down. In his mind, you know, yeah. he always puts that blame on himself. And that blame and guilt that he puts on himself is the reason that he stays being Spider-Man. Yeah. So I think the fact that Harry lives is why he feels like that's at least part of the reason that he thinks he can step away from being Spider-Man. Because Miles is there people don't have to die i see that yeah i I think that's interesting i really like that i just i think it doesn't resonate as strongly subjectively for me like i think you're i I, objectively i i agree with what you're saying i think it's just the other that the other pitch like resonates with me more i think i'm a little um beaten down by the lack of stakes 
in like the MCU movies mm-hmm. where like no one can die kind of thing. Yeah, everyone's made of rubber. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I'm fighting against a little bit. Like, you know, one of the things about Spider-Man 1 that I really liked or one of my favorite scenes was May's death. And I think a death oh, is so you much. liked that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought that was cool. <laughs> like death is, is like so important. But I, I totally hear what you're saying. I think in the way that the story was going to have Peter walk away, like that makes the most sense. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was a, it's a complicated like thing because it felt like they were doing the right thing for the story that they were trying to tell. I just wish they were trying to tell a different story. Yeah. Like the, the end, the ending of the like world is going to die. Just feels so like, MCU garbage like okay the stakes are too high so we have to invent something which is that MJ has to take the secret stone or whatever the thing oh, talk like about one of the worst MacGuffins I've seen honestly the third I never act, really figured out what the, the stone third act is a lot this move this game parallels a lot of Rise of Skywalker's third act like terrible MacGuffin that goes nowhere like those Jedi stone things mm-hmm. and then the end where he's like screaming over Harry's body and like forcing it out is a little bit I am all the Jedi like it's like a little bit if I scream louder it means more climax you know (laughs) like it has a lot of those elements to it um they're definitely setting up Miles taking over and I just looked because I forgot her name but they set they're setting up Silk too oh yeah which was Uh, Cindy Cindy I was was gonna ask what that was because it seems so pointed (laughs) yeah yeah. spider person who is this again Cindy Moon so this is the daughter of of Rio's Rio's boyfriend Um, that is introduced at the post credits of the end. In the comics, she is also trying to get Miles. Yeah, yeah, he tries to get Miles to come to dinner and meet her new boyfriend. It's it's the dad of Silk, who I think is actually in going to be in the. Sony movie with uh, the Sony Madam Web. Yeah, I think, oh, I think Silk's gonna be Madam oh, Web. Oh no, poor Silk. Anyways, <laughs> um, but uh, so. I quickly want to talk, unfortunately quickly, want to yeah. talk about some of the side stuff, which yeah, I thought yeah. was like really amazing. Um, all the side missions, top tier, sad, cry, perfect, you beautiful. Said it, but the Howard Bird like one. the Howard oh. Bird one was amazing. The like, you ever been in love, Spider Man? Like, was <laughs> yeah. so nice. I liked the fact that you could do each one as a different either Peter or Miles. Yeah, like, and they that, offer that was an interesting choice. And they offer different on which you pick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought that was really interesting. Um I liked I mean, there there was so much going on to your point, Jimmy, that mm-hmm. it kind of got buried, but I really liked the Yuri is Wraith stuff too. Yes. Like that was really interesting. That just kind of got buried a little bit. Um the uh Oh and that leads to a setup of another villain too, because the flame guy oh, Carnage. The Carnage. Guy, yeah. Carnage. Mm-hmm. And then um Sandman, like that the mm-hmm. that's fucking set piece of oh, the game. What beginning. a way what to start a game. I mean, so yeah. I was like, let's go, baby. Chills, chills, chills. Yeah. And and him teaching like that. I mean, they they did nail the things that they were want to nail. <laughs> I think this game had a m- many perfect Spider-Man moments. Yes. I, I wrote some of my my favorites down. Me I too. really love when he goes, um, "I'm a spy." When the, the symbiote oh, comes, yeah. yeah. I was like, my heart melted. I was like, it was so sweet. I, that moment was like confirmed. Oh, I am still in love with Peter Parker. <laughs> I, I would die for him. him, him I would marry him. Going yeah, into I was very uh, fun. Uh, the fellows, kitchen. I was melting. <laughs> <laughs> I was blushing. Like, Just oh, be, so cute. be a proton. What? Stay positive. Yeah, it's like, so good. They, they really, this franchise to me understands exactly 
what Peter Parker needs to be. And I really felt that come through a lot in this game. Like I was really like, that is my boy on that screen. Even like a lot of Miles style stuff with the the music. I really like that chain with the music festival. Or not the music festival, the music the museum. Um, museum. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. His stuff with Brooklyn Visions, like even though I didn't like the puzzle of the stupid, uh, oh yeah, the redirect oh, the those thing. Bad, yeah. the, like, the puzzles at, were and asking someone to pr- like prom, right? Like using Spider Man, asking those to were prom. Sweet, yeah. mm-hmm. The stuff with his girlfriend, whose name I'm forgetting. Haley. Haley. How dare you forget? I liked all the Miles Haley stuff. I thought that was yeah. really, especially because MJ and Peter's relationship is established. Like it's fun to have yeah. a budding romance. Yeah. Spider-Man, I do feel like Miles' stuff occasionally veers into like after school special vibes, like a little bit like too much of a too moral y, like you know, and a little bit of um, I don't know. I just it, this sounds weird to say, but it just felt like everything that Miles did was so like that's really like this the culture of this city is really diverse and like you know, <laughs> I don't know. It just it you feel, didn't like that, no, it just feels like it's. <laughs> Two points. What, what about like they, that? Didn't did you not they like feel, the diversity? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, they, it feels no, like I'm they need sure. the. What I'm saying is that it feels like they put they they force the character into being this like representative for like all diversity yeah. in New York. I know you're saying. as opposed yeah, totally. to like having him just have his own organic yeah. story. It just feels like he's a he's. It makes him feel set PC, which yeah. I think is weird. I, you're saying Miles I, is too woke? Is that what you're saying? No, yeah. I I feel like I'm trying to make a nuanced argument about. I feel like Peter <laughs> no nuance. Because Peter gets to do yeah, just be have a story, yeah. but Miles has to be a, re, a like a representative for a lot of different like. Yeah, you know, um, moral like just ideas about like yeah, di- diversity yeah. and cultural heritage and stuff, and it just feels very like pointed towards just the, at the expense of a lot of like again we talked about like the Martin Lee stuff doesn't really work for me in this game and it's like mm-hmm. you could have devoted that time to developing that more you know? I, I think the problem is purely time it's Absolutely. time management and I think to your point Jimmy mm-hmm. the game to me certainly seemed marketed as an equal Spider-Man and Miles mm-hmm. Morales yeah. game and it certainly wasn't yeah no. and I don't think that that's a problem but I went in with a certain expectation and was sort of let down by that and mm-hmm. I don't and I don't think I'm alone yeah. in that um, I honestly think and, knowing that Spider-Man 3 is probably going to be Miles as the main character you're playing as I kind of think they could have just kept this one as Peter because well that's the other thing too is it it, it doesn't quite work as a swan song for me because it's like this dual narrative. Yeah. Thing, right. You know? And just have Pete or uh, Miles come in uh, in like the combos that you do and stuff like that. Yeah. He w- that would have been fun. That being said, when you're playing as Miles... And the you have to fight Peter, and the health bar appears that just says Peter. I yeah. was like, yeah. I think that's why they wanted to do it because they had this. Yeah. They, it's a little bit reverse engineered. They had right. this vision in mind of a Peter Miles fight, and I think that's why they probably did. Yeah, that. but it, it, it to use use the phrase perfectly, but like I feel like they just thought of that last scene and they're like okay well like, let's like come we, up with 60 hours of gameplay to get us I there mean, i think like, it's a smart way to be like if you're gonna have your main character be let's just say mind control yeah i think it is a smart way to like how do we tackle this then if you're not going to play as him because he's mm-hmm. being mind controlled you're not gonna be playing as and there's nothing to do mm-hmm. i think it does work for me in that regard but i do hear what you're saying that it's like it feels like they wanted miles to be a main character but like did not I mean, I, I actually liked the Martin Lee story. I think it was a it's a I neat, did too. it's a very Spider-Man story, right? It's about hmm. 
forgiveness and realizing that there are no real merits to revenge. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was a perfect small little Spider-Man story. It hit all the beats for me. It just needed more finesse for me. It needed more finesse. Going into Peter's mind. Yeah. Compared to the drama of Venom, I think that's what made it feel flat. I do Mm -hmm. feel like almost like if the Venom storyline had ended where I said I wish it had ended earlier, then they would have felt more on equal footing. But yeah. the Martin Lee storyline was never going to match the stakes of the symbiote's going to take over the world. Yeah, right, totally. D- just to uh, figure out where you guys are on this issue, because my, my whole thing as I'm listening to you is that side content sounds great. I wish I did it. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> like I, and it wasn't because I didn't have the time, but it's my complaint that I've levied against several games now. It's just, I... I don't feel like it made any narrative sense most of the time to do those side quests. So are you guys saying that you were able to, because it's a video game, just be like, ah, who cares? I'm going to do it. Or do you think that it fit? I mean, I think they, this game does a good job of they give you little beats where they say, okay, I have to wait for Dr. Connors to get back to me. So now I will just go do some yeah. mm-hmm. bonus content. Like they do have those windows built. In. I also a couple, think- but it, it always felt um, kind of, I'm thinking of like, I think it was Ragnarok where like sometimes you'll have uh, your side characters say like, hey, like anything you want to finish up before you leave this planet or yeah. or this, uh, you know, realm or whatever. And I think, um, yes, yeah, sometimes you're waiting for Dr. Connor to call you, but I swung around for like three minutes and then Dr. Connor's sure. called. I did you know? hit, accidentally hit one of the Emily May Foundation things during the symbiote sequence. So it was like, I hit it and it was like, hey, Peter, like, wait. and then in the background, it's like, Rah! yeah, like, oh, they're like, weird. can you go check in our bees? I think it's just, that was weird. But not, only in that last like 20 minutes. I, I only bring weird. this up because like, I, and I know for our listeners, maybe you're sick of hearing me complain about this, but like, yeah, I know Jimmy, it's a goddamn video. Game. Yeah. But I refuse. I refuse. I, I've it's, seen games do it well. And I just feel like most of the time these open world games fuck it up. And I it I bothers me because I know that different. they could do it well. I yeah, I I mean I haven't played nearly as many video games mm. as you, but to me it's like I, I said this to you actually once where I'm like, in the way that you can see a light and hear a w- train whistle in on in theater and be like, there's a train on the stage without needing to see a train on yeah. the stage, and you're willing to make that leap because of the form. Mm-hmm. I find myself very willing to make those specific leaps mm-hmm. because again, like I was saying, like, you know, in in Breath of the Wild, you're carrying like like 400 ready cooked meals in your pocket <laughs> yeah. and 12 shields. I like and the you don't, allowance yeah. of the form. I, yeah, I, mean, I like to me, like I can, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't technically make sense, but I, it's a video game. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the context too. Like Spider-Man feels like such a games game to me totally. in a lot of ways, even though it has that narrative. Like if there was stuff like that in Last of Us, I'd kind of roll my eyes a little bit, but like something like this where I have a, full menu of collectibles that I have to see, you know, and yeah. also I'm, I'm terminally ill in the brain and will uh, not move the main story forward until every single thing is done. So uh, never happened for me. To be fair, the like Last of Us isn't open world. It is straight through. I wouldn't so call this open world I would either. call this pseudo like at best. It's not... It's Oh, yeah, we gotta have a conversation about like Twilight a big Princess. Ma- it's like a that's big, a real pseudo. It's open like a world. big map, but it's not like you just you're not wa- you're only going to waypoints. Like you're not like walking around and just like discovering things. Yeah, there's, there's one yeah. there's one narrative oh, now. Like, oh man, I, I, I just added like another world. hour to the podcast. Bonus like, what is yeah? What is right? the world? Yeah, to we gotta I, go. Let's um. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, well, let let's just let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our thoughts about the game.
Welcome back. Um, let's go through final thoughts, starting with Jack. Yeah, I'm sticking at 3.5. I feel like I exercised the demon that I wanted to. Sorry <laughs> that I had to monologue to get it out. Rip the symbiote from you. I just was thinking about it today, and I was like, God, I need to get this out. I was so fucking mad about it. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed, you know. Even though I think I gave this game like a pretty average, like good rating, it just it is a real bummer. That first game to me like lives in my head rent-free as like a perfect paramount of like all video game structure. And this one, it, they just fell into a lot of traps. And I'm like, I feel like these we, these traps have been so well documented in mm-hmm. sequels. We know what the pitfalls are. We, we know, and I know personally what my subjects pitfalls are, and they just fell into every single one. And I was like, I feel like I helped them out and then they fell again. And I was like, oh, fuck. But um, yeah, I, I mean, Insomniac, you know, this, you get one pass because of all of your fine work <laughs> in the past. So perf- again, perfect gameplay, just a lot of story issues. Um, and uh, yeah, for all those reasons, 3.5 out of 5 lads. Amazing. Um, I'm still feeling a little in between a 4 and a 4.5, but I think I am going to, even though I know I said a lot of things I didn't like about the story, I think <laughs> I am actually going to stick to 4.5 because I'm also remembering how much fun I was having. And I was looking at my list of all of my like favorite little beats and like just lines and specific moments and just how much they floored me. Like when they got it right, they really, really got it right. And to me, that counts for a lot. I think that even though they stumbled at the finish line, they understand the soul of the character and what makes Spider-Man so infinitely watchable and lovable. And 4.5. Yeah, amazing. Uh, 3.5 for me, I also will stay uh, right there um, and not leaning any direction, as I said earlier. Um, it Slide. definitely is a uh, is a remarkable game in terms of uh, how it's put together, how it's ran, um, and it's just really beautiful to look at. Um, but yeah, I just had issues with the scope of the game, both in gameplay, but more so with the narrative, of course, um, it's okay to have one villain. It's, it is okay. <laughs> no, I'd rather you do not. one. <laughs> rather you do I one. wish this game had 10. I, I know. It almost does. I, 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 yeah, I, well, I think well, you can four focus. Four of them get killed <laughs> really early. I think you can focus on one villain and that's all right. Um, but they didn't and it suffered as a result. Um, yeah, we'll see about the third game for me. I don't know. Again, not the biggest Spider-Man fan, but um, I don't know if this game necessarily uh, uh, brought me back into it. Sure. Amazing. Um, I'm switching it up. I'm going <gasps> up to... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it's like, God. after all of that? <laughs> Holy I, shit. I am. I'm going to pull it down to four. Uh, oh. I think I'm probably, you know, if you ask me tomorrow, I might say 4.5, mm-hmm. but now I'm four leaning north. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I think it's, it you know, if I'm comparing it to the first game, which maybe is unfair, but, you know, we're comparing I mean, everything to everything. It's I think a you can podcast about a video games. I can yeah. do whatever I want. Um, uh, and I, I think the story really swings and misses at Cut times the, <laughs> uh, the gameplay is really good but I think they could have done a little bit more to improve it um, I still had a blast I mean I, I think I would play this again and I don't know if they're planning any DLC for this but I'll definitely play it if they do 100% um, Black Cat in Paris DLC oh my god <gasps> oh, saving yeah. her sexy girlfriend <laughs> yeah poor <laughs> Haley swinging around the Eiffel Tower I love this game um, uh, it's actually a four it's actually a five <laughs> I changed my mind for it's DLC it's a five because it's <laughs> for our imaginary DLC. DLC. DLC that has not come out yet nor been announced <laughs> it's a four uh, maybe 4.5 in a different uh, universe but um, um, for now, I'll stick with that. 
Um, yeah, amazing. Well, hey, thanks for coming back, Haley. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. having me. Thanks for being Come back, back anytime. We just you got to play more games. Maybe maybe that's the maybe goal. Twenty twenty four. Listen, the we're reason set up. the reason that Haley's here is because when the Oracle revealed that we were playing Spider Man Two, <laughs> there was like an additional there was a little uh, slip that yeah. came yeah. Like, with Haley. Yeah. Like, wow. So hopefully the Oracle uh, reveals yeah. another Please, slip. Please, I, I would Haley's love that Oracle. Again. I would love to play yeah. another game. <laughs> but until then, get back in your cage. <laughs> <laughs> and then for all you babies out there, get back in your cribs. It's time for Good bed. night, babies. Good night. Good night, babies. <laughs>